I wanted to talk about more of how I am navigating grief and also how I'm continuing to build my business and how I'm doing things differently than I did last year. Hey, I'm Alicia Harris and I am your host of The Alicia Show. Each week we'll be having conversations about how to enhance your well-being. We'll be sharing strategies and stories and insights to build your business while still navigating life because sometimes we try to separate the two and let's face it, if you are not well, you have no business. I am a holistic business growth strategist and a wellness coach who spent over 15 years in corporate before deciding to choose me first to build my brand, Alicia Lifestyle. I'm here to teach you how to redefine what success means to you, ditch the stress and confusion, and learn how to run your business from a place of ease and excitement. Let's get into this week's episode. Hi, loves. So I'm going to be talking about something that is dear to my heart and that's grief and continuing to build my business. And if you think that this is an episode that will resonate with somebody that you know, I would really love it if you could share this episode and also write me a review of the podcast. It will help me to spread the word on the mission and what I am trying to do, which is to really ensure that other women business owners know that there are others like them who navigate in life the same way. And so I want others to know that I'm here. I am here. So please share, subscribe and leave me a review. That would be amazing. And let me know if there are any other topics that you would love me to touch upon. One of the main things that I have always said is that I am going to keep it real when it comes to things that are happening within my life and how I'm feeling and the changes and the seasons and the journey and all of those things that sometimes we try and keep in so tightly that the body shows you in different ways that it's not okay to hold on to those feelings and those thoughts and those emotions. And so one of my key values with regards to this podcast is that I am going to be as vulnerable as I can because I know that in me doing so, it will help others. And so I needed a break. It swiftly crept up on me. Life came and just whispered in my ears. I don't even know if it was a whisper, you know, said very loudly, Alicia, you need to take a break. And I did. I decided that it was time to really consider what was making me happy at that time. And I think just having another death in the family, another funeral to go to, just to its toll. If you've been a listener for quite some time, you know that I talk about death and grief a lot, and I've had to go through it a lot. And I know that's part of the season that I'm in at the moment, especially as you get older. Somebody said to me the other day that at this time in our lives, we are now getting more invitations to funerals than parties and gatherings. And so I really reflected on that. But also this particular 
funeral was quite emotional because I saw family members that I hadn't seen for quite some time where we don't have relationships anymore. And so that stirred up a lot of my own emotions, but it was also a beautiful celebration of life. It was for one of my great, great aunts. And so I got to hear about what a wonderful woman this lady was and her ambition and the things that she wanted to achieve in her young life. But unfortunately, due to a accident when she was younger, due to an insect binding its way into her ear and it not being extracted quick enough, she lost her hearing. And so she was unable to become a doctor as that's one of her biggest dreams. But she didn't let that dream die. She then worked in the hospitals for as long as she possibly could until her hearing deteriorated. But she kept her mind strong. She read a lot and she was active as much as she could be. And just listening to her, it really made me consider the stories of other amazing ambitious women in my life. And so I then had the opportunity to spend a lot of time with my great aunt who my mum used to live with when she was in Jamaica before she came over here. And just hearing some of the stories and finding out little snippets about my mum and about me as a child, because my mum is no longer here to answer any of my queries or to ask her about any of the similarities that Alessandra and I have. It was just a life-changing experience. And so today I wanted to talk about more of how I am navigating grief and also how I'm continuing to build my business and how I'm doing things differently than I did last year. Last year was extremely hard for me at this time. This is the month where I usually don't want to work because I am in so much emotion. I miss my mum every day. This is the month where she passed away. And so I'm always on edge. And then this was also the month that I miscarried before I had my amazing daughter, Alessandra. But last year, we added two more deaths this month as well, where we lost Alessandra's great-great-grandmother, Darren's grandma, who was 102. And she was amazing. She was the matriarch of their family. When we first got together, she was one of the first that really saw me for who I was with my purple hair and my piercings and my tattoos. She was all about me being who I was and not changing for anybody. And then we lost one of my dear friend's mum. And that really hit me hard because I was the one driving her home. And we sat down when we had a conversation outside her house. And then we got the call that we needed to get back to the hospital. And we didn't make it. And for me, that was really hard because although I knew that there was nothing that I could do, I still felt a sense of guilt that I couldn't get her back there in time. But equally, I know that I got her back as quick as I could. And so that month took a lot out of me. And then we had funerals last year in the hottest month of the year. And I had two funerals 
in that one week and that took a toll as well. And so this year, I just want to really embrace celebration and the living, but not forgetting the ones that are not with us anymore, but also really digging into how I feel and also what I'm going to be doing around this time and how I am going to continue to build on my brand. And so firstly, I need to make sure that I'm okay in order for me to be there for my friend and also for my husband, as this is a first year anniversary. I'm years in and I don't think it gets any easier every year. I'm in bits. I think you find ways of handling grief and death differently. And so I have a few things that I know that I will be doing for myself. And I'm hoping that if you are in this same space, if you are going through any kind of grief and you're trying to keep yourself healthy, keep your career going and continue to build your business, also look after your family. I hope some of the things that I share with you resonate and you find a way to incorporate and integrate those things into your life. Okay, so one of the first things that I am always going to try to do is to embrace self-care. And I know for some people, you're probably rolling your eyes at me at the moment. Like, when am I going to find time for that? I am grieving. I'm trying to look after my family, trying to look after myself. And I'm also trying to build my business. Alicia, you're crazy. However, as I said, I am now a seasoned person in this grieving journey. And I am here to tell you that if you just distract yourself and you do not take the time to prioritize your health, your mental health, your emotional, your physical well-being, you are going to burn out and your body is going to shut down. I have been there. And so nurturing myself has been really important. Doing activities like taking the time out for myself. I've just come back from a solo mummy trip where I went to a silent and dance retreat. I'll be talking about that on a up and coming episode. But that was really important to me to take some space this year. And so when one of my amazing friends, clients, we collaborate together. I'm a faculty member for her business, Coven Collective, when Gars said to me, you need to do this and I am gifting this to you because I know you need this. I jumped at the chance. And so you need to continue to have an outlet where you can still be you. What do you mean by that? But you need the space, even if it's 5, 10, 15, 20 minutes per day, an hour, a few days per month, you need that time where you can just have that space to just worry about you and do activities, exercise and spending time outside. And meditation doesn't have to be about listening to somebody guide you through a meditation or it doesn't have to be um, chanting. It can be just stillness. It can just be you quiet in your mind and you not distracting yourself and meditating on what comes up. And for me, that's been so important. Surrounding yourself with support. I've talked about this so many times and I don't think 
that I would be where I am if I didn't have a network of friends who understand family, fellow entrepreneurs who can provide me with that emotional support and guidance. During this time, I put out a request in one of my WhatsApp groups of, you know, like-minded, amazing female entrepreneurs to just know that this is a month of grieving for me. And so I am going to need you to hold me. I'm going to need you to see me and check in on me and to ensure that I'm okay. I put that request out and they replied and said, we see you, we've got you. And so I would highly recommend that if you don't have people around you like that, then you start to seek them out. I've always said that I am here in the show notes. There is a link for you to book a chat with me. And that can be a chat where you and I just look at each other (laughs) and you just know that I'm here. It can be a chat where we just get to know each other or you talk to me or you ask me questions, but just know that you don't have to do this alone because that's when the inner voice sometimes sets in and it can be really noisy. And I've had that before where I've had voices in my head telling me things that are dark. And so I know for me, it's really important for me to have a good network of people that I reach out and I connect with regularly. And they know that this is what's going on in my life at this time. I am not trying to be a martyr and try and do this on my own. I'm not doing that anymore. I've been there where I felt like I've had to control everything around me and it does not end well. Last year, I said I didn't want to work in the month of June. However, this year, I sat down with my diary and I really looked at my schedule going forward for the next three months. You know, I love a plan. (laughs) And I set realistic goals and I said, it's not that I want to not work for the month of June, but I want to work more smartly. I want to really take the time to know that if I wake up one morning and I'm like, this is not going to be a productive day for me, then I can take the day off. And so I've basically worked my schedule around how I expect to feel. So I have a lot of white space. There is no big milestones. There are no key deliverables for this month at all. I've set very achievable goals within my business to ensure that I am working with my current capacity and I will celebrate. I will celebrate those small wins and milestones along the way to ensure that I continue with my momentum and I maintain motivation. But I've also made sure that I've got time there just in case somebody else needs me, just in case my husband needs me, just in case my friend may need me. I have made sure that I have done that for myself. And some of you may be thinking, well, it's easy for you to do that because you work for yourself. But I'm going to ask a question. Is it easy or is it the choices that I have made? In my late 20s, it was all about the financial gains, right? I didn't take much time off. I was work, work, work because I was on a day rate. And if I wasn't at work, I wasn't getting paid. And so, you know, throughout that life cycle, I was work hard, play hard and keep it going. 
And now since I've had these huge losses in my life, since I've had my daughter, I recognize that there's more to life than that. And so, yes, I'm continuing to build, continuing to scale. In fact, this month has been one of the biggest revenue months for me. And again, I'm going to do a separate episode all about how changing and tweaking my mindset again has really helped me to expand my business again. And so look out for that. But just creating a new routine and making sure there are things that I look forward to, like I am reading and listening to fictional books to ensure that I have happiness in my free time. I'm watching more comedies. I've just bought myself a number painting uh, situation. (laughs) When I bought it, everyone's like, yeah, you're not an artist. These numbers look really small. And I'm just like, everybody is an artist. So don't let anybody tell you you're not. And so I'm going to take time to do that. I bought a new table and chairs for outside. So I'm going to take my laptop outside and work for time blocks outside. I'm really making sure that the time that I do have to work is as comfortable and as happy and as relaxed as I can be. I've been spending time delegating more and outsourcing more. So over the next couple of days, I'm really working on giving my team the targets and the deliverables that I want to be completed by the end of the month that don't necessarily need me to drive them. And so I am releasing control because one, I know that's what I need to do to grow my business, but I also know that I need to do that to ensure that I've got mental capacity to grieve all deaths in this month. One of the things, and I'm going to touch upon it really quickly, that I learned from the silent retreat was to really get quiet and how that can really provide clarity, but it can also help you to see things in new ways. And so I'm really going to be seeking inspiration around doing that, taking silent walks. Like I said, listening to books that I may not have considered listening to before, seeking out new people to learn from. I think that's really important. Appreciation was another thing that came up and just really cultivating that mindset of gratitude. I'm truly grateful that although it's really hard for me to be in this space of grief, I'm really grateful for the lessons that it continues to teach me. And so I would also invite you to practice gratitude in some of the lessons that you're learning along your journey as well. And we're going to celebrate every year on my mum's anniversary, we do something to celebrate her. And so I'm really going to continue to do that because it helps. And I know she's with me. A couple of weeks back, I was really having a hard time after the funeral I mentioned at the beginning of this episode. And I was in the car with my daughter and we were listening to a great DJ in the morning and his name's Frisky DJ. (laughs) And we listen to him every morning when we are on our way to preschool. And he has a segment on his radio station that is just dedicated to the children. And each day, 
they ring up and they have a opportunity to basically tell them what they're working on for that week, but also they get to choose a number for affirmation. And so the affirmation that two children asked for was the same number, which was, I believe it was 25. And the affirmation was everything will be okay. And I heard that twice, two different children asked for that number. And then I went about my day, I dropped my daughter, and then I went off to have a facial with a friend. And whilst not paying much attention, I didn't realize that I had dropped two key things before going into having my facial. My facial was amazing, really enjoyed it, came out, still didn't recognize that I had dropped two things out of my jacket pocket and got into the car. Well, that evening, she sent me a message that somebody had sent a message into her local area's Facebook group saying, Alicia Harris, I have something for you. And it then clicked. And so I was like, oh my goodness, my driving license and a credit card were missing. And so I went into complete stress mode. But then equally, there was a part of me that was like, it's okay. She's already confirmed that she has these. And so I asked my friend to go back to her and tell her exactly what I dropped. And then I realized that the lady's name was Rose. And for those of you who know, my mom's name was Rose. And so I literally just cried. But then the next day, I got a message from the universe. I get messages from the universe delivered into my email box. (laughs) Each day, a beautiful friend signed me up for these messages from the universe. And the message was this, I am always there. I'm always helping. I never leave you. I was there yesterday, Alicia, and every day before that. I'm with you now and I'll be with you every day that follows. Where else am I going to be? And when I read that, I was like, ah, like my mum was literally talking to me. That's how it felt. And from that day, I was like, she is here with me. Like I know I knew that before, but sometimes you just need other confirmations. And I know some people will be like, that's really woo. And I don't believe in that. But listen, do what you need to do for yourself to get through your own feelings, your own journey, and to really hone into your own season. And if you can't, then also consider getting help. There is nothing wrong with getting external help maybe getting some counselling, maybe getting some therapy. When my mum passed away, I was like, no, I don't need that. I'm just going to work through this on my own. I remember at the same time, I signed up to work with my first business coach. She was like my therapist and we worked through so many things. And I'm super, super grateful. And we talk to this day and I really needed it. And so I hope that you have found those 10 things that I am really integrating into my life helpful. And maybe one of them may be things that you want to consider to integrate into your own life. I also want to invite you to come and seek me out. I will make sure that all of the information to sign up is left in the show notes. Alternatively, you can go to my website, which is alishalifestyle.com, E-L-E-S-H-I-A, lifestyle.com. 
you can sign up for a chat with me where we can just get to know each other. Or if you're more of a reader, I send out a newsletter each week to my community on a Sunday night. I call them my love letters to you all where I share more guidance and inspiration around building your business whilst maintaining a balanced lifestyle. Sometimes it can be hard to really consider doing that on yourself. So I invite you to sign up for the newsletter. I share personal experiences and practical tips and stories of resilience. And, you know, together we can create a supportive community to uplift and to inspire each other. So I really hope this episode has resonated and I look forward to speaking to you real soon. Until the next episode, I just want you to take a moment to give gratitude to yourself for one, taking the time to listen to this episode, but also for being open, for being open to change. Change is a lot. You know, I was speaking to another friend of mine and we were saying when we're growing as individuals, it can take a lot of time, effort and space. So give yourself that time and effort and space. And also remember that I have done previous episodes on grief. So I will ensure I link those into the show notes as well. Until the next time, take care. Bye for now. I really hope you enjoyed this episode of The Alicia Show. If you loved this episode as much as I did, head over and rate and subscribe so you never miss an episode. New episodes drop every week on a Wednesday. I can't wait to hang out with you again soon. And lastly, remember to invest in yourself first because you are important and amazing. Take care until next time. Bye-bye.